CJ. Andrew. That is what they call me. You know what they call this podcast? Uh, I believe it's inside the LHSHL. Now say that five times fast. LHSHL, LSHS, wow. LHSHL. No, 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 you said fast. That's I know, that's tough. It's it's yeah. a tongue It's a, a tongue twister. LHSHL. See? You get, I got it. Yeah. What, yeah. It, what is that? Can you tell me what that stands for? It's the Lightning High School Hockey League. We are back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Inside the LHSHL. Uh, I am CJ. I'm Andrew. And you probably knew that because everyone listening is an avid listener. Oh, shout absolutely. Out, shout out to everyone listening. Hope you all stayed safe during the hurricane. Andrew, were you safe? Uh, I got lucky. We were safe up here. And, uh, you know, thoughts out to our, you know, our friends down in southwest Florida. Hopefully everything down there gets sorted out quickly and, and swiftly and efficiently. So that way they're back to living a normal life. It's, it's tough to see that. And we're Florida strong. So it's always good seeing uh, what this organization does for uh, the people that need some help down there. So it was good seeing the, uh, the work from the Lightning Foundation this last week. Definitely, definitely. All things we love to see. Um, to everyone listening, we're going to do a little recap of last week since, or the week before, since we did it's been not. been a hot minute. Yeah, since we did not have games, it kind of worked out. Didn't have a podcast either. We could do a podcast without any games. Do you want to do a podcast? I mean, I'm tempted to. What's your schedule like? Um, I don't really have anything to do. I don't have a life. Also, a strong reminder when filming podcasts to probably turn your ringer off on your phone. Usually no one texts me. <laughs> of course, now when I'm doing something, my phone gets You're, gets you're so popular. That's yeah. not, so you're saying that's not from Twitter? You're not just getting... No, that's, that's, uh, that's like one of those texts you can have from iMessage, like the, the tweet. People text you? Isn't that crazy? Ugh, must be nice. You know what? People text me. Hey, when's the podcast coming back? When is the podcast? I know. I'm telling you, man. Last week it was it was tough going into uh, a Thursday morning and not delivering some high quality podcast action to these ravenous listeners that just require some high school hockey podcast. I woke up not as excited as I usually am on a Thursday. Yeah, tomorrow's going to be a great day. This yeah. is recorded on a Wednesday, and we put out on a Thursday. I, I you're looking inside the sausage factory right now. You're seeing how the hot dog gets made. I cannot wait. Well, uh, I do want to mention, by the way, we talked about our, our great viewership we've had so far. We do really appreciate you guys. Um, we want to keep that going, get the action uh, from the Friday night, Saturday night, high school hockey league uh, games, really uh, to your ears, letting you know what's going on, give you a recap of everything that's happening. I do want to give a shout out to uh, the folks answering our Q&As on Spotify. If you do listen to this podcast on Spotify, we will be adding a question every week for you guys to answer, a poll, whatever it might be. If you don't listen on Spotify, I'd love to do that on other platforms, but they don't let us do that. So it's only on Spotify, but I do have, I want to pull those up. And while I ramble, Peter, keep about uh, pulling up, <laughs> Peter Tedeschi answers us every week. Keep Peter, it up, thank buddy. You. Yeah, thank it's you. great. Yeah, you know what? Like, see, see what happens? The incentive for you to answer questions every week is we will give you a shout out if it's worthwhile. And Peter Tedeschi, has answered every single week, and it's always just Rolando. Yeah, when is, some, when is an answer? It's when just is Rolando. somebody else gonna step up here and say like Roll Newsom or Roll Bloomingdale? Yeah, La you know what? We are we are currently biased all in on Lando just because Rolando has been right in our Q and I mean, uh, Peter had a plan and he's executing it very well, so <laughs> he's getting us to talk about him. There you go. See, you just gotta you just gotta execute the plan. You gotta think about it, plan it out. And then throw all that to the wind because you're just answering a spot, uh, Spotify question. So Yeah, very committed to his team, I want to point out as well. I do want to mention our actual answers besides Peter Tedeschi saying Lando fourth liners with an emoji. 
Um, we asked who had the most impressive win last weekend, which obviously not this last weekend, but two weekends ago. Um, we had Riverview over Newsom. That was a, a big win for Riverview, you know, taking down the defending champions in Newsom. First time Newsom had lost this season. You know, Riverview establishing, hey, you know, we're, we're here. We're players. We're contenders. We've got to keep an eye out for them. Uh, someone mentioned uh, Plant never quitting, showing they can hang with anyone at any time. I like how Plant's played so far this year. So definitely want to give out uh, a shout out. We'll talk about them later on in this uh, podcast as well. Uh, Plant versus Palm Harbor game was awesome. Palm Harbor is for real. I think they've looked really good so far. I'm excited to see what they do. I've only seen a few games so far this season, but that's a team that I'm keeping an eye on for sure. And then the one I definitely want to mention, freedom for the win, parentheses, don't mind the three losses. I'm not going to mind the three losses. <laughs> I am biased towards my old team always. I We told you this is how uh, inside how the sausage gets made in the hot dog, fa- inside how the hot dog gets made in the sausage factory, however that metaphor goes. But uh, yes, I have bias to freedom because I played there. And they got the big win over Wiregrass. We're going to talk about that later in this podcast as well. But, yes, give a, give a special look to Spotify for those questions. Love to see your guys' answers. Uh, couldn't bring our special guest, Signe Leonard, on this week. We'll have him on next week. Let's get into our recap. CJ, first game up, Land Lakes a 9-1 win over River Ridge. Big night for Colby Taylor. Four goals, including the eventual game winner, Jason Abdullah, Talon Booker, multiple points in the win for Lando. There you go, Peter. There's your role, Lando, a 9-1-W. Lando Lakes, keep it up. Another team we have to watch out for, for sure. Uh, you know, if you've got that Lando Lakes fourth line, which I will say is very <laughs> solid. Uh, thumbs up emoji. So <laughs> keep it no up, guys. No bias whatsoever. No bias. No reason to say that. Just just saying that. I mean, but if you look at Lando, I know we mentioned it in the first podcast episode. Uh, you know, they didn't get off to the best start in their first game. But you mentioned, like, hey, I think it's just they just had a bad game. They're more than what they showed in that one. And they've shown it recently. Up to 2-2 two and two on the year, and uh, they're in a division that, you know, Jesuits off to a really good start right above them, but that's a division where they could make some noise. Absolutely. All right, Andrew, a good one. I, I know you're excited, man. You've been waiting for it. Talk about <laughs> talk about your Freedom game. All right. Freedom 4, Wiregrass 2, Freedom's first win of the season. Last week on the predictions, both you and I had Wiregrass, and I said it pains me to go against my Patriots. They proved me wrong. Four different players scoring a goal for Freedom to guide them to a 4-2 win. Alexander Soto, Maxwell Ratliff, Brendan Phelps, Alexander Sturm all scoring a goal. Leyland Sigurin, phenomenal in that. He's been good so far this season for Freedom in the long tradition of great Freedom goaltenders. 32 saves on 34 shots in the first W. Sean Campbell, a shout-out to him from Wiregrass. He's off to a great start as well. Both goals in the loss for Wiregrass. But first win of the season for Freedom. It will not be the last Here's the bias. Enjoy. Enjoy there, all the bias. There it is. Very strong. I love it. We'll get to Bloomingdale for you eventually, and you'll you'll get a. You will be surprised by what I have to say about that game. <laughs> Next one, we got Durant and Manatee. A three-one win for Durant. A strong start to their season. Ethan Carstens. What a what a first month he's had so far. Uh, he picked up two points in the W. Brendan Burgess as well. Two points. They've won all three games to start their season. Connor Humphrey, sixteen saves on seventeen shots in net for the Cougars. Lincoln Marshall, only goal for Manatee. Braden Sullivan, 15 saves. It's been a tough start for Manatee. 0-3 to start the season, but it's it's been a really tough... They've had the toughest schedule. Look at who they play. Palmetto's off to a great start. They have uh, Durant's doing well. This is, uh, this is a very interesting case because I feel like we still haven't seen what Manatee's truly capable of, but Durant, 
they've been, I mean, they've been showing three and zero start to the year. What a great start for them. It's definitely still early in the season, so we will see what changes. You know, people will go downhill, people will go uphill, people will stay the same. It's so. a roller coaster. You gotta stay on top of yeah. it all year long, and it's really tough. It's a long season. We got uh, hockey right now in October, and we're gonna have it all the way till January, February. Yeah. So I was at Brandon. Uh, on my side, I had Steinbrenner and Tampa Catholic. I also had Bloomingdale and Jesuit. Uh, so for Steinbrenner, they beat a Tampa Catholic 12-2. to uh, We had five different players with three points for Steinbrenner, and 14 total players had a point for the Warriors. Connor Johnson, really want to shout this kid out. I was obviously keeping track of the shots, and obviously you miss a shot here or there, or you, know, you, you don't usually count too many. But this kid made 46 saves for Tampa Catholic. And I'm wow. not I'm not talking about, you know, dumping like, from the center. Like yeah, yeah, shot at the chest or like, you know, catch it in the stomach. It was he was stretching across the crease. He was, you know, stopping 2 on 0, 3 on 0s. Uh, you know, Tampa Catholic had a short bench. They were obviously getting tired and he he kept the minute. That that score does not really, you know, give away the game. He it didn't really get to 12 until later in the game. So it was for the first for the first half of the game, it was pretty tight. Uh, Steinbrenner, obviously, really solid team. Uh, they're another one to look out for. Um, really good group there. Great uh, great staff behind the bench, which is awesome. And we talk uh, about how well-rounded that scoring output was for them. That's a team that you can see with a lot of depth as well. Definitely, yeah. yeah. So but very, wanna, very solid. Uh, yeah, I want to build yeah. on your point about Connor Johnson. I mean, it's a, we've talked about this before. Tampa Catholic, a first-year program. And one of the hardest things in general for any team, and, and the contenders can attest to this too, is building from the net out. And when you're a first-year program and you have a goaltender who can put on a good performance for you and, and keep you in games, that builds your team, that builds your program, that builds your culture. So good seeing Connor Johnson, 46 save. That's, that's crazy. That's a crazy performance. And you know what? It's going to be like that all season. He, you know, people shoot from far, you know, they shoot from wide, and he's, he's there to catch everyone, so... Well, good to see that performance. Next up, we got Palm Harbor and Plant. A 5-3 win for Palm Harbor. Plant had a has had a really good start to the season. We mentioned them in the Q&A from Spotify earlier. But Palm Harbor, how about the folks down there? 3-0 start to the season for them. There was a battle of 2-0 teams. And Palm Harbor, with a comeback effort, they were down 2-0 in the first period. Scored three straight goals, go up 3-2. Plant tied it at 3. Then Palm Harbor, two goals to uh, pick up the W. Ben Reimer, four points for Palm Harbor. Gabriel Dalmont, three points as well. Sean Murphy, still off to a good start for Plant. Two goals for Plant. So that's one of those games where we, we talked about this already, and I'll, we'll mention it a lot, especially since it's early in the season. It's a long season. It's early. Things will change from now and then. But Plant, I really liked how they started their season. Palm Harbor, I really like how they started their season. And seeing those two go head-to-head in a close one is always fun time. And this is high school hockey. Anyone can win on any given Friday or Saturday, but – it's uh, It looked like a really fun game. Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch this one, but from what I heard, it was uh, an entertaining one. Anytime Plant plays, it's a good game. They have a lot of solid talent. And another one, too, uh, really good coaching staff back there. So, uh, you know, just really good no hockey. Bias. Just really good hockey, you know. Yeah. Palm can't, Harbor. Can't really sound like a broken record here, just yeah. repeating stuff at this point. Um, but Sean Murphy, too, another shout-out. Uh, coached him for spring, summer. Very, very solid player. He's, he's grown a lot. A lot of kids on that team have, so it's really good to see yeah, I'm excited to see Palm Harbor. I haven't got a chance to watch them in person yet, but every everything I've heard from uh, that that around that program has been this is a really good team this year and a really good culture that they've got going on. So I'm excited to see what they do this season. Chances that Riverview is four zero and zero? I would say pretty good. Riverview six nothing win over the Newsom Wolverines two weeks ago. 
I mean, we talk about them every week, but come on. Tyler Hoffberg, Nick McCree, ridiculous Shocker. performances. Ridiculous wow. performances. Five-point night for each player. Hat-trick for Hoffberg, four assists for McCree, and Patrick Boyle. How about Patrick Boyle this season? We keep talking about Hoffberg and McCree, but Boyle has played every game for Riverview. He's 4-0. The He's guy in the, the net. best goaltending stats in the league right now for Riverview. And, you know, I, I get that the the each game might be different in terms of how many shots they face, how many quality of shots they face, but... Even still, you get a shutout. That's never easy to do in general. Twelve shots stopped. How about for Patrick? Ethan, how about Ethan Jones too? Oh gosh, yeah. Talk about goaltending. Ethan Jones in net for the Wolverines. Forty-six saves on fifty-two shots. We talk about how these scores sometimes look a bit skewed, and that happens with high school hockey. But when you have a goaltender making forty-plus saves in a game in general, that's a very tough task. And we've seen that twice already in these recaps. So a shout out to Ethan Jones from the Wolverines. Forty-six saves on fifty-two shots. That's a guy keeping his team in the game. But uh, these Riverview kids, man, Hoffberg, McCree, Boyle, they're off to a great start. I wanna, I'd love to see them continue it. Jenkins and Palmetto, next game we have on the docket here, a 3-2 win for Jenkins, an upset win over a previously undefeated Palmetto team. It's early to say upset, but even still, a great performance from Jenkins. Preston Peterson, hat-trick, all three goals for Jenkins. That's a huge performance. Andrew Bashevsky, nine saves in the W. Per the stat sheet, I feel like there might have been more there, but that's what it says. That's where we're going to go with nine saves for Brashevsky or Brashevsky. Sam Koble, two assists for Palmetto in the loss. But, you know, Jenkins, it's so hard to get a read on them so far. They've had some real good games. They've had some where it's like, all right, well, you know, it feels like they're capable of a little bit more. And it's fun seeing them having uh, these big W's early in the season. Two and two start. And the other win that I saw them, we talked about this on the last episode with the great goaltending performances, but. You know, that's a team that, that can really steal some games. And I'm excited to watch them against, you know, the guys that we have as, quote-unquote, the heavy hitters, the contenders. I'm excited to see Jenkins and what they can do against some of these teams. Definitely another team to look out for. That's another thing, too. Like I said, it's a roller coaster. So you have players who they're going to start late. They're going to start early. So it'll be interesting to see. The next game I had was Bloomingdale and Jesuit. Now, obviously, I am very biased to both teams. Um, I love them just as equally but it was definitely a fun game to watch. And I want to point out, too, goaltending for this was unbelievable. Samuel Canty stopped 35 shots, uh, obviously let in five goals. But the goals that went in were late, and they were honestly not really his fault. Obviously, people get tired. Um, Bloomingdale really held it together. It was a very back-and-forth game. And then, obviously, towards the end of the game, uh, the score started to you know kind of go up a bit. But those five goals were, were very late. So it was a very good game. Read the stats for us, uh, but that's just my take on it. Both teams, Bloomingdale kept in it. Jesuit also kept in it, and then they took over and and did their job. I mean, if you look at that overall score, it just says Jesuit 5, Bloomingdale 0, and you're like, oh, okay, whatever. It's a, a shutout win for Jesuit. But like you mentioned, you know, it was one nothing after two periods. Like, that's a close game. Breezebaugh, too. Another yeah. for, you know. A shutout for Justin Breezebaugh, 23 saves. Yeah, that's and I, I don't want to say, you know, I know his coach very personally from last year. It was me, and I don't, I don't want to say it's because of me, but no, he's he's very good. He, I want to take all the credit. Yeah, and those shots he had too were like like I said, they weren't they weren't just like little little saves. They were big game, you know, deciding saves, especially when it's zero zero and you have to make those saves. You know, nerves start to start to go up, and he he definitely did his job. Same as Sam, um, and then you know. And that's, and that's hockey. I mean, two good goaltenders going at it back and forth. Jesuit, they just got so much good depth. They got a goal from five different players and shows you, you know, how they can beat you with just overwhelming numbers. And it just ended up that way 
for Jesuit in that game. But, you know, what a performance from both goaltenders. You love – I'm biased. We've talked about this. I'm a goalie. I love pointing out great goaltending performances. And, honestly, the way that the season has started, we've seen a lot of shutouts. We've seen a lot of 30, 40-plus save performances. Like, this is this might be the year of the goalie if uh, – some of these other guys like Hofberg and Terrence Lavasser and Wiregrass, Ethan Carson's on Durant. If they, if they don't have something to say about it with the way they're playing to start the year. But even still, like it's been incredible watching the goalies so far this season. Yeah, if you look at everything, uh, you had a goal from Robert Booz in the first period, um, and that was the only one. When we got to the third period, uh, Jesuits scored two goals. It was in less than a minute. Uh, it was very early, and they took the 3-0 lead. And then you had five different skaters who scored for the Tigers. It just... All around good effort. Like you said, they have a very well depth team. Uh, you know, there's a lot of players. Guys get called up uh, from two way, and all the guys who get called up to play, um, you know, they do their job. And you know, it's fun to watch. Definitely when you've coached them too, it's you know, it's good to see making the jump from JV to varsity. It's a good program. They're four zero to start the season. We'll see how the Tigers keep rolling here as we get into October. Mitchell, an 8-2 win over the Tampa 92s. Two or more goals in each period for the Mustangs. Yorgos Bakakis and Diego Juan, each scoring twice. Edward Catala or uh, Catula, uh, 13 saves for the Mustangs. Braden Kozlowski, each scoring, or scoring with uh, Trevor Massey for the 92s. Kozlowski's had a good start every time I've gotten to watch the 92s. Love watching him play. But uh, a big win for Mitchell. And I know someone sent me some pronunciations for Mitchell, and i got to go find that. I just... One off the top of my head again, but I know we have those somewhere. So I do want to mention as well, if you do see us at a rink, you know, you can let us know, like, hey, like, here's here's how to say uh, my name. If you're one of the players listening, like, if I'm saying your name is John and it's actually Jimmy, like, give me the heads up. We want to know. <laughs> if you, if we're <laughs> that was a great example. I if know. we're calling you John and you come up and say, hey, my name is Trevor, <laughs> Trevor, uh, then there's an issue in the office here. Also, a shout out to the Tampa 92s. Uh, Mike Zetliff, assistant coach, and Matt McCoy, head coach. Uh, Mike was super awesome. Uh, we took a photo, myself, uh, him, and the veterans of foreign affairs. Uh, they wrote us a nice check. Uh, very, very nice of them. Thank you so much. Uh, we took a good picture that we will uh, have on socials, I believe. It might already be up. Um, but they're big hockey fans. Uh, super nice people. I talked to a couple of them. Uh, very nice. And they showed up. They showed their support for the 92s. Um, Love ev- that. even as Love a team, that. it's, yeah, it's really awesome to get support from local, local things like that. And it's, it's, it's very nice. So they showed their support. They are 92 fans. They just got a bunch, which is awesome. You know, so the support's rolling for the league around the area. It's good that we're getting outreach. So and that's, and that's what, something that we want to see too, with this podcast, with everything we do for social and, and what we're trying to continue to grow is, you know, the fan base from around the area like it's not just parents and players and hockey players and hockey fans it's you know you want to see like the other week i i was at the um i was at brandon and there's a ton of students cheering on you know their their schools at the games like there's a good student section for each team and it's love i love seeing that you know that's that's part of the part of the school you got athletes from the school you want to see the support so would love to see some sold out barns here sooner than later uh, last game we have here, Newsom Wolves, 18-0 win over Berkeley. Just a dominant performance from Newsom. Colin Jackson, six-point night for the Wolves. Uh, Nicholas Spursrud, 10-save shutout in the win for Newsom. Ellie Hunter, 37 saves for Berkeley. Not an easy performance when there's uh, a lot of shots coming your way, so a shout-out to, uh, to Ellie Hunter and the net for Berkeley in that one. Shout-out to all of our goaltenders. How about the standings, Andrew? Let's hear it. 
Well, let's take a quick look at the standings recap here. A good battle between Durant and Riverview atop the Modine division. Newsom real close behind. You look over at Anderchuk, Lando Lakes, and Wiregrass both chasing Jesuit right now. And Jesuit, we mentioned, already off to a real good start. But it's, uh, it's early, like we mentioned, and still a lot of time for teams to move up and down the standings. But I love watching how it's really shaking out so far and, and seeing how teams are growing. And, you know, one of the teams I'm really looking forward to, we're going to talk about in this next segment uh, for games to, to look up to for this upcoming weekend is Seminole. Seminole's only played two games so far this year. Uh, same with uh, Eastlake as well, just because of their bye week and last week we had the postponement because of Hurricane Ian. But, uh, you know, I'm excited to see how some of these teams shake, you know, shake out, shape up, and really what their programs have, right? Like, we can look at the past and how teams have been good in the past and whatever it might be, but this is a new year. So, standing so far look pretty good. You look at the stats, Riverview, the Stars leading the way. Tyler Hoffberg, 14 points in four games. Nick McCree right there, 12 points in four games as well. Vincent Vedmed, 10 points in three games for Steinbrenner. Ethan Karstens, 11 points in three games for Durant. You know, some of those stars who are really guiding their teams right now um, and, and playing really well. They've only played they played one fewer game, so maybe some less points there, but some real strong performances from these guys. And you're seeing a lot of, like, uh, uh, trios of, of three players really taking over, right? You have Terrence Lavasser, Aiden Bishop, Sean Campbell out there in Wiregrass. They've had a real good start to the season. Ben Reimer, Gabriel Dalmont, and uh, John Zeman for Palm Harbor. Palm Harbor's had a real good start to the year. Like, these are guys who are... You know, it's not just a, a, a one-trick pony. Like, it's not just one guy out there who's just taking over and dominating. These teams have depth, and they have some real talented guys uh, up front. We talked about goalies as well. You know, Patrick Boyle, we mentioned him already. I think he's off to a real good start in that uh, leading the league in wins with four Ws. But we've seen, you talked about already, CJ, a lot of goaltenders with wins, with shutouts, with high-end performances. Samuel Canty, has, uh, for Bloomingdale, he's done a good job. We talked about Andrew uh, Brzezewski for Jenkins, Justin Griesbois for Jesuit, uh, you know, Edward Katula for Mitchell, the way he's filling in after uh, Mitchell lost their, you know, their senior goaltender from last year and, and, you know, next guy up for this season kind of thing. So it's been a real fun start with some of these star players really uh, blossoming early. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see who steps up and, you know, who kind of takes a break and who scores. I'm honestly not even worried about scores. I just want to see these goalie numbers get up. I'm all all these saves just count a tally of each player, like each goaltender, saves in the thousands. Honestly, Real the way soon. some of these guys are playing, yeah. absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm just excited to see what, once we get later in the season and the uh, the standings start to, you know, separate a bit when they get close, like the playoff battles, and then going to watch those games and knowing like, hey, this game is super important, and then watching some of these guys who have put up two, three, four points a game going up against these goalies who are like, yeah, I'm going to stop 40 saves tonight, and I'm not even going to be worried about it. So that's going to be fun. That's, that's when, when we get into the, uh, the home stretch in a few months. That's going to be the good times. Uh, let's take a preview, though. We've got October games to look at here, CJ. We've got some fun ones coming up. I wanted to point out a few of these. The Tampa 92s and Tampa Catholic, two teams who've had you know, some real good games to start the year, just haven't gotten in the win column yet, but have real talent. I love watching Kozlowski for the 92s and his line. You know, for the Tampa Catholic... We talked already about Connor Johnson. I think he's off to a good line. Uh, they got uh, Sean Killen as well, and, and um, they've had some real good moments. I'm excited to see these two teams go at it. They both have been deserving of a win already this season. One of them is going to come out with it, I think, in this one. Wiregrass and Durant, that's two teams at Durant. They've been off to a great start. Wiregrass falling the last time they played to Freedom. Shout out my Freedom Patriots. But two really good teams uh, off to a good start this season. I'm excited to see that one in action. 
Seminole and Newsome. We talked about Seminole. They've only played two games so far, and now they get a take on the defending champions. That'll be a fun game to keep an eye on. Palmetto and Manatee, as well as Eastlake and Steinrunner, round two between these two teams, between those four teams, really, their second time playing each other. Uh, the Battle of Ellington with Palmetto and Manatee, and then Eastlake and Steinbrenner. That first game was a great one um, with, with uh, Eastlake coming out on top in a shutout win. So I'm excited to see those games. We'll get our predictions here in a moment. Let's take a look at our predictions from our last episode. CJ, 5-5 five and five last week. You're batting 500, or I guess batting 500 is really more of a compliment. Going 500, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, not, I'm not doing too well here. <laughs> I'll take an 8-2 and two record last week, 14-5 and five overall for your boy. CJ, 10-8 and eight so far. Still time. There's still time. Still it's early time. in the season. You know, it's uh, CJ, you've always been a late bloomer when it comes to predictions. So October's, you know, October's <laughs> my, my month. Yeah, big big spooky season guy. Spooky season guy. Big love. You're gonna there's gonna be some scary uh, scary predictions on my end. Well, let's take a look at these predictions for this next week. Riverview and Jenkins. We talked already about how good Riverview's been to start the year, but Jenkins they've had some sneaky good goaltending performances. They can steal a win every now and then with just goaltending alone, and they've got some scores up front. CJ, who do you got in this one? I'm going with Riverview. I think they're gonna go five zero and zero and. That's that's my hot take. <laughs> Not really a hot take. I mean, I, I think they're going to win. Jenkins, obviously, is still a very good team, but Riverview, just the train's rolling, man. You don't want to be on the tracks. You've got the train rolling with the conductors, Hofburg, McCree, and Boyle. I'm in on Riverview this week to take the W. Tampa Catholic and the Tampa 92s. This will be a fun one. CJ, who do you have here in this one? I'm going with Tampa Catholic. I think it's another thing, too. They're losing, but they are fired up. They want to win their Bench is ready to go. Their coaches are ready to go. Their fans are ready to go. They have some loud fans, so we love that. <laughs> we love that full support. Um, I think Tampa Catholic takes this one. I'm going to go against it here. I've got the 92s. I've been able to watch both these teams so far. I really like what TC has to offer, but I've got the 92s with Kozlowski and his line. I think they've done a real good job to start the season. I think there's some talent there. If they can get some big, timely saves, I've got the 92s here in uh, this week and in, in week, what are we now? Week five, I guess, of the season. Flying by. Palm Harbor and the Newsome Wolverines. I've got Palm Harbor taking this one. I already mentioned I think they're a real good contender to start the year. I can't go against that now. Palm Harbor for me on this one. I'm going with Newsome. I think it's their time to shine. Um, I think that they're going to come out flying. I think it's going to be their win. I've got Plant and Berkeley next. It's been. Uh, an interesting start to the year for Plant. They had those two big wins to start the year in that close loss this last week. Berkeley has had some real good fights, some good goaltending from El Hunter, some big saves and some high save in terms of quantity and quality. Uh, I've got Plant in this one. I think Plant is has uh, just been looking for that bounce back after their close losses last week. I'm also going to go with Plant. Uh, Got to stick by him. They're a very solid team. Um, yeah. So how about River Ridge and Bloomingdale? I got to go with Bloomingdale on this one. Got to got to stick with my guys here. After the goaltending from last week and the performance, I think it's going to be solid. So I will go with Bloomingdale. Uh, it's it's tough for me because I do like River Ridge. I feel like they've had some good moments and they're just still looking for uh for that that extra spark, but Bloomingdale, I've got to watch two of their games so far. You know, I know the Falbos are are listening and I can't go against the Falbos squared. So I got Bloomingdale in this one as well. Uh, next one we've got here, we've got Wiregrass and Durant. That's going to be a fun one. Wiregrass coming off that tough loss to Freedom. Durant, the way that they've been playing so far this season. Ethan Carson's looked real good. Who do you have in this one, CJ? I'm going to go with Durant for this one. I think it's going to be a good game for them. And I definitely think that Wiregrass is a solid team, but 
My money's on Durant for this one. I, I think that they've got this win. It's been real close for me. This is real tough. I'm going to go with Wiregrass. I'm going to go the other way here for you. I really like Durant. It's not a slight on them. I think this is going to be a one-goal game, and I think just that trio of um, that we, we mentioned a little bit earlier with uh, Aiden Bishop, Terrence Levasseur, Sean Campbell. You know, I think you know Ethan Carson's has been really good for Durant. I just think Wiregrass with those three guys, they can find ways to get the puck in the net, and I've got them in this one. Um, let's see. Next up, we have Seminole and Newsom Wolves. That's going to be a fun one. I've only seen two games of Seminole so far. Newsom, the defending champion. CJ, who do you got? I'm going to go with Newsom for this one also. I think that Newsom, once again, they're going to keep it rolling. And I think that Seminole, once again, I know I sound like a broken record here. Seminole's in a good spot. They have a very solid team. They've had a solid team for years. Yeah, I'm going to go with Newsom for that one. Uh, Seminole, obviously, a very good team. But Newsom coming fresh off that championship win. I think they're like the Lightning. They're hungry for another one. So I'm going to go with Newsom on this one. I like Newsom in general. I think they've got a real good program. I think their goaltending is very solid. One of the better uh, goaltending really performances in the league and, and uh, a real deep team as well for Newsom. That said, Seminole 2-0 to start the year. We haven't seen a lot of them so far, but when we have seen them in action, they've been dominant. I've got Seminole in a close one. Give me Seminole in a 4-2 win this week. Palmetto and Manatee, a battle of the Ellington teams again. Manatee 0-3 to start the year. Palmetto coming off a tough loss. It's early. There's still a lot of time. Manatee's had probably the toughest schedule to start the season. All the teams they've played are above 500. But I'm not going to pretend the, the clock's ticking in October. It's not. Like, there's so much time left. So much time. But this is a team that has high, high, high expectations for how they're going to play. I've got Manatee round two of the rivalry against Palmetto. Yeah, I'm going to go with Palmetto for this one. Uh, I think... They're just gonna keep it keep it rolling. I think this is this is gonna be I think it's gonna be a good month, a good season for them. East Lake and Steinbrenner next. This was also a really good one to start off the year. East Lake with a close three nothing shutout win over Steinbrenner. Two real good teams. It could really go either way. Last time East Lake got the W. This time, give me Steinbrenner. I'm gonna go with East Lake for this one. Uh, I saw Steinbrenner play last week. They did very well. Um, but I, I think East Lake is the better team in this matchup. Should be a fun week of action. We can't wait to see these games go off. It's good to be back. It's good to have hockey coming up on Friday night. Uh, big thank you to our producer here in the studio. CJ, any final thoughts before we call it a night? Uh, it's morning, and that's that's <laughs> all I got. It is morning. When are you going to buy me some brunch? I could go for uh, bacon, egg, and cheese right now. Should we go now? I'm tempted to, yeah. All right, all guys. Right. We're going to go to brunch. We will see you later. Give me the orange juice. Large. You're asking juice. for wh- large? Are you kidding me? A large? What's wrong with a large? Guys, we're, we're going to go. We got to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys next week. See ya.